In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. So I want to go through these five things that we can help to inspire and empower our kids to live in freedom. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. I'm Jim Ramos. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? I'm doing real good, bro. Hey, it's a weird days out here. Oregon, you guys, if you don't know, is on fire. And uh, it has been literally orange skies for the last three days, just kind of eerie. Uh, But we're here grinding out, excited about today, excited about what's going on in the ministry. Uh, Right now, as guys listen to this, they can head on over to our website and get a free copy of my book, Guts and Manhood, Four Irrefutable Attributes of Courage. I was thinking about this, Dale. You know, we're a 501c3. We are mostly crowdfunded, and uh, and, uh, nobody else would be offering this to guys. This would be something guys would be paying for and paying quality money for. This is a great book. This is a book that spans 20 years of my study on courage. I am really, really excited about this book. We do eventually hope to sell this book, but we're actually offering it to our guys our guys who are in the arena, who are listening to this podcast, who are in our form, and we're saying, hey, guys, you guys are such a special group. You are our heroes. We want to give this to you for free. And so this would never happen anywhere else. Honestly, do you, do you know anywhere else this would happen? A free book that spans 20 years of research? No, I don't. I, I mean, That's I'm really good. excited about this book, but we really, uh, our guys are really important to us, mm-hmm. and we just want to take care of those guys, and money isn't the issue for us. And so so do you have a uh, man law for us today? I do, guys, and in this this time, you know, school's just starting up, and I'm sure that uh, some of you are at home trying to help your kids with school and everything. I just want to give you this bit of advice, and I have to do the same thing because I'm in the same boat with you guys. I am not exempt. Keep calm, and remember, your kids are just as stressed these days, and so just be careful how, how you navigate through those daily struggles when... They don't want to do it. They can't do it. They've given up. You know, there's a lot of stress going on. So uh, just hang in there. Pray through it. Um, it's going to be over soon. Yeah. 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 No, I appreciate that. It, it may be over soon. But uh, I think the main thing is keep calm. Now, my kids are out of the house, but we have a, 24, five, a 22-year-old young man moving into our house this Friday 
who will finish off his senior year at George Fox living with us for free. We just welcomed him to our home. He's, he's got a situation that's kind of unique, and, and we want to do that. So we're going to have a similar situation with a 22-year-old. So that'll be a little bit different. But that's kind of what I want to talk about this morning. Mm. Because our men in the arena, these these guys are living. The arena is the stress bubble. This is this period of time between uh, guys when a guy's twenty five to fifty five with kids in the home. The, the key ingredient is kids in the home and married. Those guys really are our sweet spot, and we want to help those guys. So I was thinking about some things and and some things that uh, go along with this pandemic. And and in Oregon right now, people are in stay in stay in place orders, and so a lot of home time. And there's a lot of tech stuff we've got to deal with. And so I want to go back to Jasper Hall's interview. And Dale, I don't remember. We'll put the episode number in the show notes. But uh, he talked, he's the president of Pure Hope, and they deal with technical uh, stuff and how to control the environment and protect your kids so your kids can be free of the bondages that come from uh, overuse of technical devices. So he has uh, something he teaches. It's called, and you can find this on his website, but it's the five things to tech-proof your home. And I thought this would be really good for you and I to dialogue because you've got a teenage daughter with a boyfriend in the home, and you have a seven-year-old son. The boyfriend's not in the home, though. No, but he's there all the time. (laughs) So I want to go through these five things that we can help to inspire and empower our kids to live in freedom. The first one is this, educate yourself. And Jasper says, ask questions, understand devices, and watch trends. So Dale, what what are you doing to educate yourself when it comes to technology? And you're actually great with technology. I mean, you're like a thousand times better than me. So what are you doing as a technically solid guy? What are you doing to educate yourself? Well, we've been rubbing shoulders with a lot of guys that are in this field, and so we've found a bunch of different apps that are usable for this. Uh, Some are better than others, and so that's uh, going online and researching what's out there to protect your kids. So when when I say here, watch trends, what trends should a parent be watching? Uh, Well, seeing trends of what kids are looking at, what they're doing, uh, you'll be blown away, and you think that your kid's immune, and they're not. Well, you know, it's funny, my son Colton, we were uh, having a celebration, uh, a family event, and the kids were, we were all hanging out and having a great time. Anyway, he got dared to go get uh, the phone numbers of some girls. <laughs> he came back and he goes, I got their snaps. I go, what? So when I was growing up, you would get a phone number. Now they're getting Snapchat addresses, apparently. Yeah. So again, a trend. You know, the kids had to explain all this, what it meant. Of course, he never snapped them. What are you going to do? Call them? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. That's that's when it's serious, Dad, and a little creepy. Anyway, so number two, Jasper talks about protect what you can. And I'll tell you what, Dale. This is a. I think when my kids were in the home, we were trying to hit a moving target. Everything was changing. You know, 2007, 2008, 2009, texting was just starting. We didn't really have smartphones. And then it's just really changed. So protect what you can. In other words, he talks about network controls, device level controls, monitoring controls, filtering controls. When you hear protect what you can as a father, what does that say to you? Uh, yesterday we gave our, our seven-year-old an iPod Touch, fifth generation, so it's old. And he first thing he noticed, he was like, hey, what's this? And he clicked on Safari, and I went, oh, yeah, I forgot to turn that off. And I so I shut Safari off, and he was like, come on, because he can't say, Siri, turn on YouTube. It's like, come on, parents, don't hand your kid a cell phone or a smart device and say, here, welcome to the world of porn. I mean, that's what you're saying. Well, that, and that's the thing for me personally. 
when I look at a phone, I go, wow, that's a cool phone to call people, and it's a porn library, right? Right. So I protect myself from the porn library with blocks and with filters and with different things. As parents, we have to realize what we're giving that child. That child has so much power in their hands to ruin their life. And they can easily stumble into it. It's not like they have to look for it, but they can easily stumble into it asking for it to search for something that they don't realize that's a trigger word that pops something up. I heard a story of a kid that was doing a little fifth grade kid was doing a research paper on rabbits. He typed in bunnies. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so uh, protect what you can. Number three, manage screen time. I think this is huge. Mm -hmm. I I think parents, parents will default to what is easy. And during COVID-19, what is easy is throw the device in the kid's hands, walk away. They'll put their head down and be shut up forever. And that is not good. That that gives yeah. parents an, a license to be lazy. It gives kids uh, the freedom to do whatever they want. And so what I mean by managed screen time, I'm talking about this. Take inventory, set boundaries, and involve your kids. So what are you doing to manage screen time with Noah and with Hayden? Yeah, I think... Uh with Hayden, she's easy because she's like, if we're in the house together, she gets upset if you're on your device. Hey, we're here. Let's be here. Let's be present. So she's an easy one. Noah, on the other hand, loves to watch kids' YouTube videos of Minecraft. And I know I'm calling somebody out out there right now. You cannot let your kids sit there for hours on end playing Minecraft, watching Minecraft videos. Come on. Their, their you can't brain sit is for melting. hours on end and let them watch anything. Right. I mean, honestly, get out and play basketball with them. Play football. Run around. Go for a hike. Get your kids outside and do something. There's also, I know there's dads out there, moms out there that work full-time in the home. And so that could be an easy solution, putting them in front of a screen. But you got to get creative. you got to pull them off of that thing. You have, Yeah. You, hey, the, the fourth thing is, uh, and I think this, Dale, is the most important of all of these. Well, maybe the second most important schedule rest in other words take a tech sabbath take a tech curfew take a have a tech basket so in other words you know parents just say to their kids okay you can have your phone from here to here but then it goes in a basket it's in our room and then one day a week let's say sunday there's no tech what are your thoughts on that i know that that's too no, hard that's impossible I, th- I think it's great and uh, my daughter's youth group they just started this on youth group night they have a big old shoe thing slot deal when you come in you got to put your phone in there and the kids are like <gasps> what are you doing you know it's like this is killing me but in our homes we should be doing that as well take a break and we do that with noah and he has sometimes some meltdowns like i need youtube and we're like nope not so today. be honest with me. Do you guys take a tech Sabbath? Not a day. Okay. But there are times like, hey, this is family time. Yeah, when I saw tech Sabbath, that to me was like, wow, that's tough because I, I have a phone. I have to have a phone on hand, right? So maybe by tech Sabbath, we're talking about turn the television off, uh, no the social hikes. media. We've done, we've done four different waterfalls this year, and every time there's no cell reception. Yeah. So we talk as a family. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we but as parents, it's our responsibility to regulate this stuff. Yeah. And to say, hey guys, from at eight o'clock at night, phones are in the basket. Hey, uh, that curfew for the phones. Here's how this is going to work. And then uh, we're going to go to church on Sunday, and from you know eight in the morning until two, we're just going to leave our phones here, or I don't know whatever that looks like for a parent. But they have to schedule that rest. The fifth thing is equip to thrive. 
and you might have to help me with this one a little bit. Jasper talks about having dialogue, teaching your kids, but this one I know, this one's good, modeling it for your kids. And I think this is a problem because our gen- my generation, our generation, this uh, these parents between 35 and 55, they're worse than the kids. And I'm, I'm afraid that they're creating a generation of kids. We're going to have a new bone develop in our neck between in our cervical uh, disc there uh, and it's going to be the cell phone disc from heads twisted down staring at their devices and uh, our parents are creating a horrible horrible modeling for kids we really as parents have to model this well any thoughts on that yeah well when they come up to you and they're talking to you and dad dad i'm talking to you look at me you know um that that shouldn't happen if that ever happens that's not good so hey guys uh we're hopefully you enjoyed that episode, and hopefully that equips you and gives you some inspiration and motivation, Andy, and um, gets you moving down the path to leading your family as the best version of a father you can be. So, Dale, what's next, next man? Why don't you uh, drive us home? Yeah, guys, we want you to go on over to meninthearena.org and get your free copy of Guts and Manhood, and that's going to be up for about a month, and then after that, we're going to be selling it. So, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.